0: Happy Monday, fam. This is the Thrive On Podcast with CJ Finley. I wanted to hop on here today and explain a little bit about how Thrive On Life started and why I still do it to this day. In short, Thrive On Life started because I was pursuing my true self, pursuing my passion and a goal to fulfill a mission and a journey that would impact many more than just myself. Like many others out there, I used to hide my authentic self. Most times it is not because we choose to, but because society never really makes us question ourselves until after we have been on this earth for a couple decades. It is not something anyone else can figure out for us and is something we must pursue and question ourselves and find the answer through a lot of trial and error. As for me, a lot of physical pain and internal conflict caused me to seek a bigger meaning to life in my early 20s. Upon this journey, I found my calling. Thrive on life. It was born to help other people ask themselves the hard questions and inspire them to find their own mission in life, one much bigger and more fulfilling than a paycheck. What was, life like before what was life like before Thrive? My brand started the day I was born, but so did yours. So did all of ours. 11 days after the new year, tossing and turning in the womb of my mother, she had to have an emergency C-section because the umbilical cord was wrapped around my neck. This should have been the first sign that I was born to challenge anything and everything in my way. And as a kid, I was hyperactive. I forced her to get up early and play sports with me in the yard. Then I'd be nonstop for the rest of the day. If I wasn't doing that with her, I would pester my dad as he worked on the car, the house, or whatever other project he had at the time. I was one of those kids you had to put on a leash, because if you took your eyes off me, I was off running to the next thing. My parents literally had to learn this the hard way, and over the years, my friends and family would attest that I'm still very much the same kid, either keep up or I'm gone. I'm beyond thankful to my parents, though, because they took the the time to sign me up for every sport and social thing possible. What what started at the age of three to burn off my energy turned into an insatiable desire to get better at everything I did, whether it was on the field, in the skate park, or in the classroom, I was one of the most competitive people you'd ever meet. That was CJ, but the whole me was somewhat hidden. I wasn't letting it out. Who was I? Well, behind closed doors, I struggled a lot. Throughout my childhood, I constantly battled intestinal issues And I haven't gone a week in my life without any pain, discomfort, and at most times, diarrhea. This pain shaped my entire life. Sports, learning, connecting with others was always a drug that kept my mind off of what my body was going through. But like any drug, too much causes terrible things to happen. I would get overly competitive, overly anxious to do more and achieve more, and overly critical of the people around me. This led me to follow what I thought would be the right path rather than what I felt was the true me in the moment. I always had a lot of friends, but never truly felt part of the pack most of the time. From high school going into college, I spent a lot a lot of time trying to find myself. Days were spent with engineering curriculums and some of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. Nights were spent on the athletic field with some of the best athletes I've ever met in my life. Parties were spent in my fraternity with a mix of everyone in between. But who was CJ? Why was he here? Did he study so hard to improve himself or to try to prove his work to others? Why did he practically kill himself playing sports? Was it to improve his athletic ability, or was it to impress others that were watching? Did he party so hard because he enjoyed it, or because he wanted to seem enjoyable to be around? What was he chasing? Turns out I was chasing a purpose, a point to this life. I was in pain, and I needed a purpose to make the pain worth it. Money never did it. Material items were never my thing. Traveling was always fun, but that always made me sick, so it was stressful. Socializing with people was always great until they complained, created drama, and royally annoyed me deep down because they cared about the wrong shit. On the outside, it seemed I had it all. Great friends and family, engineer engineering degree in hand, great career path ahead, a gift for athleticism, and a work ethic that few can compete with. Yet I was the most alone i had ever felt in my life. I did not fully fit in at work. I did not fully fit in on the field. I did not fully fit in at the gym. Where was my tribe? Who was my tribe? Why did I care to even have a tribe? While many were looking forward to the next weekend, drinks at happy hour, and other so-called quote-unquote fun things, behind closed doors, I was building. Rep by rep, I was transforming my body in the gym. Book by book, I was transforming my brain. An online course by online course, I was learning new skills that I actually enjoyed learning rather than what teachers told me I had to learn. Alone at night in my bedroom, I lived in a Craigslist sublet in Union City, New Jersey, where I lived with another guy and girl. I began to find my purpose. The books and courses started my path of questioning our reality. The external transformation I had because of my work in the gym gave me the internal confidence that I can do and achieve anything I set my mind to and the ability to make my own money in multiple ways gave me the freedom to do whatever I wanted to do. There was one ingredient though that was missing and I couldn't exactly pinpoint it. You see, I was working extremely hard but I was still my own worst enemy. While I was making progress, I was holding myself back by drinking too much, chasing the next fling and chasing fleeting experiences. Then one day in the spring of 2015, I had a gut check one of my one of my roommates believed in me enough to question me on my own shit she asked me cj what do you want to do in life you were all over the place you wake up early go to bed late constantly going but what do you do it for you see she always called me old soul and at the time i had no clue why looking back however she saw that i was in turmoil I was stuck at an age I did not necessarily belong in. I would question the lifestyle I was living, but then I would still do it and not change anything about who I was. And I think every human on earth can relate to this. This conversation changed my life forever. And Linda, wherever you are in the world, I hope all is well. You changed the course of my life that day and I will never forget it. The conversation ended something like this. She asked, is there anyone on earth you look up to or want to be around? I responded, yeah. There's one person I've always been dr- been drawn to, but I can't be around her because she lives in Texas. To this day, her response still gives me chills. She said, CJ, go fly to her. She's gonna love who you are, and I just know it's gonna work out. In my early 20s, I had such a narrow-minded view on life. I couldn't picture myself going after what I truly wanted because if I failed at that, then I would let myself down. And letting myself down seems so much worse than letting others down In a life society pressures us to live in linda was already in her 30s and had a much wiser view on life having moved from nigeria to new york city to chase her own dreams she knew that if we have something or someone pulling at our heart we must at least try to go follow it so i booked a trip for a week-long visit that summer and the universe gave me the final ingredient to my purpose my lifelong friend aaron you see aaron is thrive on life Her father had his last heartbeat while having a life-ending heart attack in his morning spin class. When it happened, I could not go to the funeral, so I wrote her a letter and an email. This led us to corresponding each other's life updates for the next couple years. And eventually, it gave me the confidence to go out to Texas and visit her. That week that I visited her, we connected over the pain, the pain of her loss, the pain I endured every day, and the purpose we were both seeking out of life. We both questioned whether we wanted to be, or meant to be, engineers. Questioned why everyone was chasing things in life when life can end at any moment. We questioned why we both were afraid to be our truest selves. We also challenged each other. She challenged me to focus and stop fooling around with my goals, to start an Instagram to help others and step into the man I said I always wanted to become. And I challenged her to believe in herself more and work for herself rather than bow down to everything her job, wanted her to do and combined we began to see that this very moment in life is all that mattered this very second you are listening to this is truly the only moment you should care about you cannot buy more time or alter the time that already occurred you can only choose to live in this moment and to thrive on life much of this part of the story i've i have told before boy reconnects with girl they fall in love and start their lives together what does this have to do with Thrive On Life though? Well, the week I visited her, she challenged me to create a fitness Instagram, to start my journey of helping others. One month into, quote unquote, CM Fitness, still can't believe that I used that name actually, I did not want to do it anymore. So I told Aaron, I needed something more meaningful. I wanted to create a brand and a business that was much bigger than myself. So we sat there one night and listed out all the values we wanted to represent and the dreams we had. Our conclusion was we wanted to build a nonprofit that gave back to youth education and healthcare. When we looked at ourselves compared to anyone else, we said that no matter what situation you put us in, we will thrive. So we started to look up all the available IG handles and stumbled upon Thrive on Life. Bingo, our new brand became an account of Aaron and CJ and their journey to hashtag ThriveOnLife in hopes to help inspire others to take advantage of every heartbeat they are fortunate enough to have. As you can see, this is long-winded. I did not just wake up one day and go, hmm, I'm going to have a purpose, start building a brand, and travel on a journey to fulfill a mission. Life takes so many twists and turns that we must not fret when we make a wrong turn. Our final destination is not the key. Rather, remaining positive and reminding ourselves it is a blessing to make every turn, even the wrong ones. And I finally found my tribe. If you've listened to this, you are part of my tribe. I want to remind you If you're starting a new project, a new business, trying to step out of your comfort zone, whatever it may be, do not worry about all the little details. If you're pivoting your life, do not stress over the small things that ultimately come and go. And if you're questioning who you are, it is a good thing. Lean into those feelings, learn from them, and take your first steps towards thriving. Those Those small steps eventually add up to lifelong journeys that will will mean more to you than anything you could have previously imagined. This is a story of what started Thrive On Life, and I'd love for you to stay tuned for any upcoming posts about how it has changed my life over the years, how it is changing others' lives today, and why I do what I do each and every day. Thank you for listening. This is the Thrive On podcast with CJ Finley. I hope you have an amazing day and enjoy your week. Thrive On.